According to reports, Casey's mother came home to find the clothes her daughter had worn to a church social earlier in the night laid out on the bed. There was a bowl of cookies and milk on the floor, illuminated by the glow of Casey's television, as the back door of the house stood wide open. In 1996, the internet was still in its infancy, with an estimated 10 million users. The first flip phone was introduced with a price tag of a whopping $1,000. To give a little more perspective, this was three years before the Columbine Massacre and five years before 9-11. In the summer of 1996, we didn't even know the name JonBenet Ramsey. Her murder was still four months away. One could argue that we hadn't yet lost our innocence. I was 22 years old at the time. I remember seeing one of those huge Have You Seen Me billboards on the bypass in my hometown of Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson sits on Interstate 40, about halfway between Memphis and Nashville. The billboard was for a missing 14-year-old girl from Milan, Tennessee, a small town of 8,000 people that is located some 25 miles north of Jackson. In 1996, we weren't as connected as we are today. There was no texting or social media. Sure, most residents of Milan would drive to Jackson for work, but most of my friends at the time had never even been to Milan. There was just no reason to go there. So when the news broke of Casey Lynn McDaniel's disappearance, many of us in the largest city in West Tennessee outside of Memphis were left scratching our heads. What the hell was going on in this neighboring town that we had always heard mention of, but knew very little about? In the 20 years since, I've been to Milan countless times when I ran a delivery route. I've made friends there and have learned a lot about the town during this time. Milan is unique in West Tennessee in the fact that it is romanticized by its residents, especially when it comes to its high school football team. It reminds me of something you would see in rural Texas. Think Friday night lights. When fall rolls around, the town becomes a sea of purple and white, the colors of the Milan Bulldogs. It is also a pastime for residents to bash every surrounding town, including Jackson, as inferior, especially other towns in Gibson County. Humboldt, Tennessee, is referred to as Scumboldt by residents of Milan. Back in the day, it wasn't uncommon to hear Milan residents who worked in Jackson brag about how they wouldn't be caught dead living in Jackson. The crime was just too bad there. It became a running joke with a lot of my friends about how we had been oblivious for so long that God's utopian garden spot on planet Earth was just 25 miles north of Jackson, Tennessee. Who knew? While this hometown pride always rubbed many of us the wrong way back then, there's something endearing about it. There's a sense of community there that is lacking in a lot of the country. There is no need to convince people to shop local there. If a shop in Milan has what residents need, that's where they'll get it. We ask you to please support these businesses, individuals. Thank you so much for your support of Milan football. Also, thank you to Jim So last December, seemingly every television network was airing specials on the 20th anniversary of the murder of JonBenet Ramsey. Then I saw a small blurb about Casey Lynn McDaniel. 
I understand why the Ramsey case captivated the world, but I couldn't help but feel anger over the lack of coverage of Casey. If it weren't for a local news report, I wouldn't have known that it had been 20 years. It just isn't on the radar anymore. I remember thinking, if Casey was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed beauty pageant contestant from a well-to-do family, maybe she would be getting more attention on the 20th anniversary. I actually thought to myself, someone should do a podcast on this. Well, sometimes if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. And that's where I come in. I'm a singer-songwriter who left my career in 2013 to pursue music full-time. And two years ago, I started a documentary podcast called Left of Nashville to chronicle all the struggles that come along with this. I'm Brandon Barnett, and this is Left of Nashville, a podcast documenting one man's attempt to make a living making music on his own terms. This isn't some sugar-coated how-to guide. This is the real deal. You'll be with me when I fall. You'll be with me when I get up again, hopefully. This is a music podcast like no other. I'm going to show you how it really is, warts and all. So get in, buckle up, we're taking a trip. We're going just to the left of now. I've written for some local papers over the years, but I don't consider myself a journalist. But I am a storyteller. And after two years of podcasting, I fell in love with the medium. So I decided to be the change I wanted to see. In the next episode, we will begin at the beginning, August 16th, 1996. This is the story of the disappearance of Casey Lynn McDaniel. I am Brandon Barnett. And this is Searching for Ghosts. You've been listening to the Left of Nashville Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.